Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer joining you from Rogers Place, 205 in Edmonton. And tonight is the night for Kevin Lowe, Jersey Retirement Ceremony. Brendan Escott is back in the 630 Chad Studios. The event will start 545 in building. You can get into the building at 445. The Oilers and the Rangers tonight. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, you can text us, and we will get to some text in this segment at about uh, 120, 122. On our Ashley Fine Floors text line, text us 780 Get the new floors you've always wanted with the Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street on 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. And uh, we are going to head off right now at this time to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. The River Creek Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it for the horses in Horse Racing, Alberta. Uh, standard Red Racing taking place shortly out at Century Mile Racetrack. You can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. We welcome back to the show Mark Spector. Hello, Spec. How are you doing? Bobby, this should be a fun day down there uh, this afternoon and tonight, though. Yeah, uh, are you in the catacombs of the building, or are you, uh, did you I do it? I am not at this moment. No, I was at the morning state and have some things to take care of this afternoon. All right, I wasn't sure. For the ceremony I must have just missed you. So uh, we went and did the coaches' availability. It was a very early availability today. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, as you know, uh, we had to get tested in order to uh, fly on for, on. Um, uh, on Monday, so there you have it. Yeah, it's going to be a fun night tonight. We had Kevin Lowe on uh, last uh, four days back. Uh, Paul Coffey on Tuesday, Wayne Gretzky Wednesday, Mark Messier Thursday, and today uh, the man of the night, uh, the man of the day, given the key to the city, Kevin Lowe. Um, this is uh, it, it, it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be an interesting night, and we we did an event last night, Mark, at the gala, and you get the sense that Kevin is. Uh, you know, he's a humble guy, and I think that you know that, and I know that, and it, it, I'm going to be very intrigued to see how this goes tonight. Well, you know, it's, for anyone, as, as awesome as all of this is, walking around for a week and having everyone tell you how great you are, uh, after a while, you get a little embarrassed, I would think, <laughs> even though he was, you know, it's fully worthy of everything going on here. I know Kevin, and Kevin would at some point say, okay, all right, I'm not that great. <laughs> But, uh, you know what, we've had a few of these, uh, but not for a while. And I would say to you that I was very interested to see Bob Nixon announce that there will be a um, a way to honor some of the players who aren't in the Hall of Fame, which is really cool. But, you know, the next time we honor an Edmonton order going in the Hall of Fame, it's going to be a long time from now. So uh, we'll watch this one tonight with interest. Well, I mean, we could be talking about, you know, hopefully McDavid and Drysaddle and, you know, down the road if they win a couple. I mean, look, Eric Lindros never won a Stanley Cup, and he's in the Hockey Hall of Fame. And Connor McDavid certainly, uh, you know, he's going to be the sixth fastest player all time to get 600 points. 
and his range from what he's done sort of game 350 to game 420 has been pretty impressive. Like, he's he's getting better and higher scoring. So, yeah, Bob Nicholson mentioned that there's going to be sort of an, an honor wall for non-Hall of Famers. So mm-hmm. I'm going to throw that out there right now. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Which Oilers player who is not a Hall of Fame caliber player should be the first guy to be honored on a, on a wall like that. I, I've got a pretty good guess, so I think most of the fans are going to say. But Texas, it's and it, you know, and I'll give you a little hint, Mark. He played in the 2006 Stanley Cup Final for Edmonton and was seen as sort of the definitive oiler for a number of years. But uh, Bob Nicholson, uh, again, uh, just announcing, and I want to get the exact ter- – do, do you have the exact terminology for what they're going to go with, what they're going to call this thing? Uh, I don't know the exact terminology. No, it's some type of a wall of honor. But okay, so a wall of yeah. honor. So who would you, who do you think would be the first guy to go up in a wall of honor? That's probably not a Hall of Fame caliber player. Well, it's the, first of all, let's backtrack a little. Edmonton, me, I don't know what the standard is in Montreal. It's probably the same, but certainly among the modern teams, Edmonton's the only team whose standard for having an honorary, you know, having your number retired is that you have to make the Hockey Hall of Fame. So Kevin Lowe doesn't get his number retired until he makes the Hockey Hall of Fame. And, you know, we travel around all these rinks and we see the rightly honored players, the best players in, in, you know, all these towns, and almost none of them are in the Hall of Fame, Bob. So, you know, that's how good these players here were. They can make a rule like that here and still have a bunch of banners hanging in Rogers' place. If you made that rule in Vancouver, the ceiling would be pretty much empty. So that's the first thing I'd say. The second is it is good now to have a sort of a place to honor, you know, the rest of the guys that, that won't meet that standard. Like, if, let's call names here. It's going to be Ryan Smith. It's going to be Doug Wade are your first two guys. There you go. That's you it. Know, for me, it was Ryan, for me, it'd have to be Ryan Smith. Billy Ranford's got to be coming up pretty close behind that. Uh, now we can start to really split hairs on all the different players, you know, but I think it's really cool. There should be, Bob, there should be a place in the rink for something to honor Ryan Smith and Doug Wade and all they gave to this franchise. It's it's wise of them now to say, let's let's honor those guys too, because they didn't win five cups. They didn't make the Hall of Fame, but man, they gave a lot to this franchise. All right, right? The, the text again on the Ashley Fine Floors text line uh, for a wall of honor, who should be the first player to go uh, up there? And I spec I'm going to blast off because they're all quick answered. Hemsky, even though it will be Ryan Smith, says a texter. Dave Semenko, says a texter. Uh, Craig in Drayton Valley says Doug Waite followed closely by Ryan Smith. Another texter says Ryan Smith, obviously, but Doug Waite too. Uh, <laughs> Cam, Cam in a pizzeria says the first player who should be on the Wall of Honor uh, did play in the 06 final, just not for Edmonton. Doug Waite. Dougie Waite. Wait. Bob Smith, Waite, Ranford, and Moog. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, another texter going by the handle Tuka says Ryan Smith, hands down. John says Jason Smith. Uh, and this texter says, watch the order since the WHA, no question, Lee Fogelin, followed by Ryan Smith, Jason Smith, Doug Waite, Dave Zemanko, Alish Hemsky. Sean says Ryan Smith is the only correct answer. Bob, what about Colby Cave? That one comes to us from RP. And James says Charlie Huddy. So I, I, 
I think I got about 12 in there. Jason from Sangudo, who likes to make us laugh. Bob, what about Miroslav Freacher? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Freacher's chance of spec. What about you? No, I don't either. But, <laughs> but you know, I think the other thing you have to think of, Bob, is, you know, the last Stanley Cup was won 31 years ago here. So, so, and then when the majority of those players left and went other places, and, and you know, there's a lot of sub 40 Oilers fans who have really no recollection of those great teams. They never saw Gretzky play in an Oilers jersey, they never saw Messier play. So it's time to have a place for those fans. Like we, we got to. It's not all about us guys who were so lucky to be in high school and university when they were winning those cups, Bob, and standing down on Jasper Ave and having those parties, and it was fun. But you know what? There's a whole new generation of fans, and, and to them, Ryan Smith and Dougie Wade, those are the names and those are the guys, and it is time for a place for those guys. Uh, Carson says Hemsky, Smith, Horkoff. Uh, another texter says Patty Hughes. Is that my wife? That's my wife's favorite player, Pat Hughes. She married the uh, Hughes. she married the Pat Hughes of Edmonton Sportscasters. Uh, this text comes in. Andy Moog should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. His numbers, uh, Bob. Come on. What about Igor Hulinov? Did they call him the Mangler back in the day? Was that? Not- <laughs> Hero. I'm not sure he makes that wall, however. Charlie, Huddy, <laughs> Lee, Fogelin, Essa, Tikkin, and Bob. What about Craig Simpson? Well, you're going to see Craig Simpson tonight because Craig Simpson and Craig McTavish are delivering the two teammate speeches. That'll be terrific. Uh, another uh, vote for Charlie, Huddy, Craig McTavish, and Essa Tikkin. Fernando Persani. Bob, what about Jason Strudwick for all that he does in the community? Well, there you go. Carson, the uh, hammering on the Kelly Buckberger as well. So. Well, don't leave Bucky out of this conversation, right? No one, no one, right, bled more blood for this organization and made more with less than Kelly Buckberger. You know what? He was, uh, he was your typical blood and guts player, man. He gave everything he had more. Eric from Red Deer. He's trying to get in on the humor train. He's going with Zach Stortini. Don't like the chances there. Uh, Lumley McClellan. Come on, guys. Kevin McClellan, I tell you, Speck, you know this from the Battle of Alberta. And, and look, we've got a bunch of the Hall of Famers are in town tonight. I think five of the seven players um, from the Oilers' glory 80s teams, Messier, Anderson, Paul Coffey, Yari Curry, who we're hopefully going to hear from later on today. And, of course, Kevin Lowe will be on the ice uh, for the celebration tonight. So it's a good thing. Mark, we do have a game tonight. Mm-hmm. Now, we're getting ripped off, Okay. And I'll tell you why. It looks like Georgiev's going to start for the Rangers. Yeah, you wanted to see Shesterkin play. I did want to see Shesterkin play because guess who his goaltending partner was in St. Petersburg? Uh, would be Koskinen, would it? It would be Miko Koskinen. So. Uh. Okay. Yes, I was hoping to see the head-to-head matchup. The Rangers, Shesterkin has played a huge factor in their success so far this year, Mark. He's 5-1-2, a 1.85 goals against average, and a 9.43 save percentage. I don't know about you, but as a rule of thumb, when the Guardian's putting up 9.43, usually you're finding a way to win those games, Mark. Oh, boy, and I'm surprised. I mean, good luck to the Oilers, for the Oilers, not facing that guy because he's going so hot. The other reason that I find uh, Shesterkin interesting is he's not huge. Isn't he like 6'1", you know, 190? Uh, he's not like – sorry? Uh, keep, keep going, Mark. 
Yeah, I believe he's, you know, a, a regularly sized goalie, which now almost is defined to be a throwback goalie, right? They're, all the goalies today are 6'4 and bigger. Uh, so where I'm going with this, Bob, is so is Ilya Konovalov for the Oilers uh, down in Bakersfield. And, and, you know, if we, like, I two similarly sized guys, I know they're both Russian, everybody has nothing to do with it, but... Uh, if there's going to be room for the smaller goalie, as we see UC Soros make his way in Nashville, uh, that shines a light in the Oilers organization, surely on Konovalov, who I haven't seen play enough to like or not like. Uh, those who have watched him like him a lot. But again, you know, there's not that many smaller guys out there that make it, and I wonder if he could be one like Shesterkin is. Yeah, well, that's going to be, I mean, the guys had a terrific start to the season. We are going to see Georgiev tonight. Uh, we've already got the Calgary Flame conspiracy theorists who watch Cam Talbot, Cam Talbot get traded to Edmonton by uh, Glenn Sather. Let's not forget the Flames yeah. signed Talbot after, right? The Flames made a similar offer to Edmonton for Talbot, and the Rangers took the Edmonton offer, and now the Rangers are uh, saving Shesterkin for the Flames tomorrow night. Georgiev starts yeah. tonight, so that's got him going. Hey, Mark, we're going to have some fun on a couple topics here. So you wrote, you wrote the definitive book on the Battle of Alberta, Edmonton and Calgary. Uh, do you have a favorite Kevin Lowe story pertaining to playing against the Calgary Flames? Well, a couple. Of, you know, more of a feeling. I asked him, I remember asking him, and it surprised me. I said, Are those battles Alberta, like, they were scary, but they must have been fun. Did you enjoy them? And he said, no, I didn't enjoy that at all. We were all so, there was so much violence and so much unpredictability about what was going to happen. He says, I enjoyed when they were over and we won, sure. But being out there, when all that, the fists were flying, all this, who enjoys that? And the I fans? Thought, <laughs> <laughs> we did. We thought it was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it because I didn't have a, a right cross coming my way from Paul Baxter. <laughs> He was a lefty, Mark. Do your homework. I thought it was a. It just it lent a human element to it. Like he he didn't say we were scared, but he basically said it was a pretty scary place. And it might have looked good from the press box, but it wasn't quite so much fun when you were down there. Oh, Mark, come on, man! It was it was <laughs> like the, the, and for the younger generation, for somebody that's under the age of forty, I apologize. You got ripped off, man. That's all there is to it, because that Battle of Alberta, uh, you know it. <laughs> You wanted to get out of the West. It came through Alberta. Let's face it. From 1983 yeah. until 1990, every Stanley Cup uh, finalist from the Western Conference was either the Edmonton Oilers or the Calgary Flames. Well, and, and you know what? You can't come out anymore and say, and you shouldn't, that watching two guys bare-knuckle fight out there and it, hand each other lifelong lasting concussions is something you want to watch anymore like and i don't i honestly the bare knuckle fighting doesn't do it for me today what it did before bob i'll say all that but you know what it did do when those teams played and there was fights and there was the threat of fights and there was way more violence in the game gives you today um it was emotion right there was emotion on the ice there was emotion in the and I know guys got hurt, and we shouldn't celebrate that, and I'm trying not to. I really am. But what it did give you that was honest and, and palpable was a, emotion. And those games were heated. And when they dropped the puck and started playing again, that, that emotion lasted, right? It was Then it, it, it transformed itself into better hockey and into harder hits and into guys with their heads on the swivel. So, you know what? Maybe we have 
we have gone into the 2000s here and we've gotten rid of a lot of the violent nature hockey and all of that's good. But you can't say we didn't lose the level of emotion that we used to have that whole mandate made that rink a fun place to be in some nights. There's no question about it. I mean, you know, we live in a different time and everybody's got to show how great they are. You know, oh, I've got all the right opinions on everything. And the reality of the situation is there's two types of people. There's people that are men of steel and other people that are men of cloth. Uh, and you know what? Sometimes the guys that are men of steel, I'd like to see a little bit of a battle. It's just the way they are. It's just the way they're wired. Accept it. Just the way they're wired, Bob. Yep. So, all right. Uh, let's get into the here and now, the Edmonton Oilers. They got the uh, top three assist men in the National Hockey League, including Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He's got 13 assists this year. Leon Dreisaitl's leading the NHL in scoring, and Connor McDavid's the best player. Uh, Hyman Pogliarvi have been a little bit uh, – uh, they've lacked some puck luck. They've had some great looks. Of course, Dreisaitl feeding the open empty net look. And does that not yet – reinforce the ongoing maturation of Leon Dreisaitl, what he did over the last couple of games with two goals in both games, an opportunity for a hat-trick, and the one game he sets up Yamamoto in the third, and then he's forcing pucks through, trying to get Nugent Hopkins one, and then same deal with the empty net the other night with Paul Yarby, Mark. Yeah, that's, that's you know, we talk a lot about leadership, and, you know, we always, we, we reference what Pete's going to do in the room and all those things, and I don't, I, I know those things exist, but watching that type of hockey being played by Leon Dreisaitl, there's no mystery. There's no, oh, does it really exist? I mean, that's leadership right out there in the ice in front of you. That's a guy who knows that Pugliarvi's squeezing the stick. He's watched him from the, mostly from the bench with Pugliarvi because he's not on his line. And he's watched him, you know, hit that post in Vancouver when McDavid set him up, right? He watched him get robbed the other night. Uh, early in the Nashville game and not score. And he's, that's a guy who's keeping track and watching what's going on around him, the leader on the team. And there he is on the ice with Poyarvi, gets a chance to give him an easy goal. And I'm not saying that Poyarvi scores three tonight, but you know how that helps. It always helps. And that's just, you know, that's not the kind of leadership that anyone's going to say, ah, is it really there? It's there. And you got a guy giving it out like that. That's just tells you you got a good, mature hockey player that's trying to win. All right. Well, Mark Messi apparently is not speaking, so that'll eliminate the over-under uh, line out of Vegas that was going to be on Mark Messier crying. So there we have it. I mean, great emotion from the man. You got to love it, right? That's part of who right. he is. Uh, but it should be a, it should be a fun night tonight, Spec. We'll see you in the building. Okay. Looking forward to it, Bobby. One twenty-two in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, with you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas on Oilers now. We'll step out and uh, we got some stuff to get back to including some of your texts on the Ashley Fine Floors tax line when we return. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. 126 in Edmonton. You can follow Oilers now on a great road trip to the city of Seattle to watch the Oilers play the Kraken. Jordan Everly getting a hat-trick last night for the Kraken. Two four-goal games in the NHL. Bergeron hadn't scored all year. 
He got four, including a natural hat trick uh, against the – who do they play? I forget who they play now. They won 5-1. Um, and, and then uh, the Islanders, 6-2 victories, uh, victors over the Montreal Canadiens. In that game, they were uh, serenading. The Canadians fans were serenading their own team. Uh, so, Seattle Kraken, Jordan Eberle, uh, Oilers now road trip to Seattle. This package includes a great game ticket and a welcome reception with uh, yours truly and some special guests, plus the Seahawks, those the 49ers, Sunday night football. For the Oilers now, Seattle road trip, call New West Travel 780-432-7446 or go online at newwesttravel.com. Brendan, you wanted to jump in here for a second? Yeah, we were just talking off air about how disappointed you and I both are that we're not going to get to see Shesterkin. But, you know, Gorgiev is an interesting goaltender and one who I assume could be available at some point this year. And I know that you've hinted at him, uh, you know, as somebody that the Oilers may be in on, too. Well, I wondered, actually, earlier in the week if there was a chance, because I knew they had the back-to-back. I wondered whether or not they'd play Georgiev against the Oilers and then start Shesterkin against the the, uh, Calgary Flames. So we'll see. Uh, you know, for Miko Koskin's playing for a contract too. He's had a pretty good stretch here over uh, the six and one on the season. That's all Koskin has done so far with a 9.34 save percentage. You already know that cars cost less than Wetaskiwin, but did you know that Brent Ridgeford in Wetaskiwin? 10-time President's Award winners for customer satisfaction. What does that mean? It means treating people fairly, fully transparent negotiations, making sure advertised prices include all accessories, fees, and taxes, with the exception of GST. If those attributes are important to you, phone our friends, Uncle Bill, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, 1-877-477-3673, or visit BrentRidge.com. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Um, We have a couple uh, potential guests coming up in the next uh, 25 minutes of the show, so stay tuned on that front. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.